You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Let's go back in time when turtles roam the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror, the black And knowing was half the battle. Yo, yo! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey everyone, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. So, for this episode, I wanted to go back a ways. Uh, back to one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Disney's Robin Hood from 1973. This movie has some of the most talented voice actors from the past. You've got Pat Buttram playing Sheriff of Nottingham. That box is done upright pretty, ain't it? Phil Harris as Little John. Oh, forget it. Your mind's not on food. You're thinking about somebody with long eyelashes. Brian Bedford as Robin Hood. You don't just walk up to a girl, hand her a bouquet, and say, Hey, remember me? We were kids together. Will you marry me? Andy Devine as Friar Tuck. No, but there's somebody who'll be very disappointed if you don't come. And Carol Shelley as Lady Cluck. Hey, Prince John, challenge you to a jewel. And Carol is this month's interview. Not only has Carol been heard in Robin Hood, but she's also had a, had a fairly large part in Disney's The Aristocats, where she voiced Amelia Gabble. Uncle Waldo, I, I do believe you've been drinking. And she was also in the Broadway production of The Odd Couple, The Odd Couple the movie, and The Odd Couple TV show, where she played Gwendolyn Pigeon, alongside with Monica Evans, who also appeared as Maid Marian in Robin Hood, and also side-by-side with Carol in the Aristocats. But before I play the interview, I have a contest to go along with this episode. I'm giving away a brand new copy of Disney's The Aristocats on Blu-ray slash DVD combo pack. And all you have to do to win is go to my website at hitrockbottom.org slash saturdaymorningrewind.html and then fill in the little contest form on the left-hand side there. And just enter in the word Disney in the form. That's your secret word, Disney. I will be picking the lucky winner on August 1st. Okay, guys, enjoy my interview with Lady Cluck herself, Carol Shelley. So I, I wanted to start off just a little bit about um, The Odd Couple, which is a, a great play and a, and a great movie and great show. You played Gwendolyn uh, Pigeon in the Broadway production, in the movie, and on the TV show. Uh, right. How did you get involved in the, in the Broadway one? Uh, well, uh, Neil Simon was in London preparing uh, a musical of his called Little Me, and while he was there, he thought he'd look for his two pigeon sisters. And uh, so a series of auditions later, he chose me and Monica Evans to play uh, Gwendolyn and Susley. And that was your first time working with Monica? Yes. Okay, and you guys just got it right off the bat, huh? How was the, the um, auditions for it? How did they go? Oh, they went wonderfully. I think there were about four auditions while while he sort of narrowed narrowed down the field, and um, uh, then we had to wait for about three months before coming being brought over to the states. And uh, I fell in love with it, and uh, I've been here almost forty eight years. <laughs> nice. Now, what was Monica, it? Monica went back to England. Okay, is that what happened? 
Yeah. And when's the last time you saw Monica? It's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame because we did a lot of jobs together. Yes. Well, we did the uh, Disney, um, we did the Robin Hood, mm-hmm. we did the Aristocats. Now, let's see. What I've never seen the Broadway production of Aquabo. I've seen the TV show, I've seen the movie. Is there a difference between any of them at all? Not really. Yeah. Um, the only difference in the movie is uh, changing the venues instead of it just being the one set, which uh, was the living room. Okay. Uh, in the apartment, uh, it, you know, it went out into the street and up onto the roof and okay. various other things. And what about working with Art Carney and, and Walter Matthau for the Broadway? Wonderful, just wonderful. <laughs> and Mike Nichols, uh-huh. who directed it, the so, play. That sounds like a, an amazing production right there. Yes, it was. How many um, dates did you guys do that production? Oh, uh, I was in it almost two years, I think. Do you have any, uh, do you still remember a lot of your lines from it? I'm sure you do, since you did it so long. Well, not off the cuff, uh, (laughs) but I guess, uh, I guess if I, uh, was to, uh, concentrate, I might, might remember a few. Uh From a long time ago, before you were poor. Oh, I know. (laughs) Very true, babe. (laughs) Now, I wanted to talk about, let's go to the Aristocats now, 1970, where you played Amelia Gabble, one of the goose. Yeah. Um, and again, you you played alongside with Monica Evans. Um, yeah. I'm sure, shortly, you know, it was right after The Odd Couple. Um, so I'm sure somebody at Disney was a big fan of, of the two of you, your performances as the Pigeon Sisters, because now you get to play the sisters, but as geese instead. Right, is that, right. Is that what happened? They were just similar. Fans? Yeah, they weren't exactly the same, but it yeah. was similar, yeah. What was it like reuniting with Monica, this time in the cartoon form? Oh, wonderful. We both enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, you know, we were working with... Uh, I don't know how much you know about the original cartoon... Um, uh, the, the men who drew them and Im- and imagined them, mm-hmm. Frank and Ollie, were the two yep. head designers. We got to work with Frank and Ollie, which was oh, more man. of an honor than we realized at the time, <laughs> because they they were the two uh, who had uh, started out with Walt Disney in the early days. And he also uh, directing it was Wolfgang uh, Reitherman, right? Wooly Richman, yeah. And he's been there since, I mean, he's worked on, like, Snow White, Pinocchio, Dumbo, Cinderella. Yes, yes. Yeah, you guys had a a great production team. Oh, it was just glorious. I mean, we didn't really realize how how glorious it was. It was a most wonderful time. But on, on reflection, it was sort of historic for us. To be, be a part of that, yeah. Team. Being being the is also the first Disney animated movie without Walt. Was that it was, was that a fact? Yep, it is. Yeah, it was the last one that he approved, but the first one that was produced after his death. Oh, I didn't realize that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a shame. I mean, you probably didn't have the chance to meet Disney since he he passed away a few years before. Well, right? actually, I did, but not at that time. I met him. Many, 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 many years ago in England when he was producing um, Treasure Island. Oh, really? 
Tell me, tell me about that. I, I've always wanted to talk. Well, to I was in a film on another on another set, and uh, busy making wax figurines of <laughs> uh, Donald Duck. Uh-huh. And somebody saw me and and said, "Do you want to meet? Do you want to meet someone special?" And walked me down the hallways to the offices and uh, took me in to meet Walt. And I gave him a wax Donald Duck. <laughs> I think I was about. Uh, nine at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, that's amazing. What what did he seem like? Was he just as nice as could be? Oh, he was very jovial, very sweet, very friendly. I it, it lasted less than five minutes, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've... But it was kind of interesting for him that a little English girl, <laughs> you know, miles and miles and thousands of miles away from uh, where Donald Duck was created would be making Donald Ducks. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, you mentioned working with, with Ollie and, and the rest. Um, did you work closely with the animators for Aristocats? Um, well, it was sort of different in those days. They watched us recording the dialogue and made little tiny scribbled sketches of faces and the way we used our hands and our body movement um, as we were doing the recordings of the voices. Nowadays, it, they actually, uh, they photograph you. They, they, run, they run a movie projector while you're recording so they can, you know, swipe... Uh, your body movement and your hand movement and your face, uh-huh. facial expressions. But then they just made little tiny sketches which showed how brilliant they were. Oh, yeah. What was the recording process like? Did you guys have your own little recording booth or did you guys record close by? It was, it was a big studio and they had um, uh, made it smaller by putting screens around a microphone until it was the size of a uh, small room. Okay. Um, but we could still see the control room, and they would stop us and say, start again and do <laughs> this, and they didn't stop us very often. <laughs> but we That's would just good. do take after take after take. So you, you would all record together at the same time, or would you just do your, do your lines? Well, and... it depended on who was there and who was available. Yeah, okay. I mean, Monica and I recorded together because we were together, you know. Yeah, that that kind of scene you would have to record it together, I would think. Yeah. To play off of each other and yeah. I think the same thing with Robin Hood. Okay. But I know that when I did Hercules, I did all my stuff by myself, even though the the other blind furies oh, okay. were not there. Interesting. It just shows mm. how much has changed over the years, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Well, I did it in New York, and they were giving me instructions oh. out of. Los Angeles. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of my favorite voices ever since I was a kid is Phil Harris. Did you get a chance to work with him? He plays... No, I didn't. Oh, wow. And he was lovely, wasn't he? Oh, I love... Very funny. Yes, him as, you know, Thomas O'Malley in the movie and Blue the Bear in Jungle Book and, of course, yeah. Little John in Robin Hood is one of my favorite voices of all time. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I, let's talk, actually, the next thing I'll talk about is one of my favorite movies of all time is Robin Hood. I 
that's probably I think that's probably the first Disney movie I remember watching as a kid was Robin Hood. Yes. And I love it, and I still love it. My girls, I have three girls, and they st- they love it now too. Oh, terrific! <laughs> terrific! I have to say, uh, uh, I I think it's delightful. Um, yeah, I I love the uh, animation, and I I love all the different voices. Yeah. This is probably the first one that really stood out for me for all the voices. Everyone was so unique, so well-spoken, yeah. and they all fit the characters. It was great. Yeah. And, of course, you played Lady Cluck. Yes, I did. Uh, such a fun character on the screen. Was she fun to play as well? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think they loved the fact that I had come up with the Scots accent. Yes, it's awesome. I love that accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, I know it's been many years, but are you able to do that accent at all anymore? Oh, yes, I'm, but I have no use for it, you know. Very seldom does it come up uh, in in conversation or, um, or uh, you know. Yeah. I just don't have a chance to use it, but <laughs> I, can, I can find it again. Well, can you find it real quick? I want to hear a little bit of it. Well, I don't know really what you want me to talk about. But uh, I suppose you want to put something down for posterity, don't you, dear? I love it. It's such a great voice. So, did they show you what the character looked like before you came up with that voice, or did you know nothing about it? Well, it was an amalgam. They they knew that it was going to be um, a, a chicken. Uh, and uh, I think they gave her characteristics once they had heard the voice. That makes you sense. You know, that's how they worked. They would start out with a very broad palette, and then as soon as they heard you creating a voice, it would give them a chance to uh, add or detract from the character that they had started. And, and what about working with Reetherman uh, again? How, how was he as a director? Oh, he was wonderful. Very, very loose, very fluid. He knew what he wanted, but he didn't, uh, he didn't paint you into a corner, you know, and... And if you came up with something new that that, that delighted him, he was thrilled. <laughs> Do you remember if you came up with anything that showed up on the movie? Oh, God, I can't remember yeah. now. Too many years, too many years. Yeah. And, of course, you worked with Monica once again. She was Maid Marian, so the two Pigeon yep. sisters are back on the screen again. Yep. So you, and you guys, you guys recorded together on this one, too? Yes. Nice. Yes. Did you record with anybody else or just Monica? I think just Monica. Okay. And then they would, if, if there was a scene with somebody else, they would just play back the voice, or I would just um, read all the lines, leaving a space, you okay. know, between. Do you remember who was the voice of the little rabbit, the one with the sweet little voice? No. Yeah, I was watching it the other night. I was like, that, she's such an adorable little girl. It's like a, a child, isn't it? I yes. don't know who it was. Yeah, I loved her voice. It's, it's, my girls are just cracking up the whole time, of course. Cause... Aw, sweet. <laughs> How uh, old are your girls? I have um, one is nine, one is five, and the other one's turning one next week. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, so they're having a great time watching those Disney movies I grew up with. Great. Another one of my favorite voices, besides uh, Phil Harris, which worked again in, in Robin Hood, was Pat Buttram. He is a remarkable-sounding Who man. is that? Pat Buttram. Oh, yes. Sheriff Nottingham. Yes. I loved his voice. I'm sure you didn't. Did you get to meet him at all? 
No. Oh, no. It's very funny. A lot, of, so much of it was done in limbo. Yeah. All right. Do you have any memories? Do you have any like favorite memories that stand out from working on Robin Hood? I wish I could give you some, but I nothing stands out. Um, not been... really. There's there just isn't any stories, you know. Yeah. It was just good, good, honest work and well done, and uh, they were very, very sweet to us. Let's let's fast forward to 1997 and talk a little about Hercules. You've mentioned it just a couple seconds before. Um, yeah. Was there anything different besides the 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 booth that you talked about recorded in? Was there any other processes that you saw going on that was so different from the other Disney movies you worked on? Well, filming filming you recording it is a very strange process, you know. But for them, it was. It was like Frank and Ollie doing the pencil sketches, mm -hmm. but easier, which is why so many of the um, the animations, uh, the the characters, have such incredible uh, qualities of the person who's doing the recording. You know, they look like them. Yeah, that's true. And how did you get involved in Hercules? Oh, I think they called me into audition for one of them voices of uh, the Blind Fury, you know, one of the Blind Furies. And uh, I came up with uh, this um, character. Oh, I remember she salivated a lot. While <laughs> <laughs> when you're recording a voice, it's got to have a visual content mm -hmm. to make it really interesting for them. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean by this? Yeah, it's something. Yeah, something that would stand out and something fun uh, for them to do. Something that they can get, latch onto that is visually uh, interesting. So anyway, I decided she salivated an awful lot. So I went <laughs> and bought some um, some sherbet balls at the, in the candy store that make your m mouth water. Uh huh. And. Uh, uh, they make your mouth water a lot. And uh, I sucked one just before <laughs> doing that voice for the first time and then having to um, sort of suck in the, uh, the saliva that was drooling out of my mouth. And they loved it. They thought that was hysterically funny, so they got me to keep that in. So I walked around with the sour ball candy <laughs> and used it constantly. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so next time you see it, you'll oh yeah, no, you'll, you'll know which one it was. I'll never forget that. <laughs> so was it fun playing somebody out of out of your usual characters? Because she was a little bit, you know, more sinister than the other characters you played. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it was what it was. It was delightful to be able to do it. All right. Now I know you're also very well established on the stage. Um, is that what you're doing recently? Are you are you still on stage now? Yes, I'm not in anything at the moment. I was in Billy Elliot last. Okay. That closed. Are you, are you looking for more, or just taking some time off? Oh, I'm always looking. <laughs> what did you win the Tony for again? I forgot. The Elephant Man. Oh well, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, Carol. I, I yeah, that's all pretty right, much all I've got. I, I do want to thank you so much. Um, your My voice pleasure. is amazing. 
Thank you so much. Uh, can I get you to close the interview as Lady Cluck real quick? Oh, my goodness. I can't think what to say. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, dear, and uh, I hope that we have a chance to talk again one day. Thanks again for checking out Saturday Morning Rewind. I really do appreciate it. Remember to sign up for our giveaway contest that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Just go to hitrockbottom.org slash saturdaymorningrewind.html and fill out a little survey on the left-hand side using the secret word that I used earlier in this podcast episode. And while you're there, check out the Saturday Morning Rewind merchandise you can buy and also follow me on Twitter and Facebook. All the links are right there on the podcast page. And also don't forget to rate me on iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Here's a quick tease for the next episode. I'm not wearing any pants. It's time for Animaniacs. And we're saying it to the max. So just sit back and relax. You'll laugh when you come back. We're Animaniacs. Thanks again. See you next time.